Welcome back to another episode of Brick and Mortar Visibility. We have a very special guest today, and I'm going to keep this intro short as the interview went a little longer than I normally have, but it was really lovely and juicy, and there were some good nuggets in there, and I'm super excited for you to hear and see if you get what I got out of it. Before we dive in, as always, I want you to grab your latest social post because chances are you are doing some sort of social media and bring it over to your Google business profile. What do I mean by that? You need to go grab my Google business profile workshop. This is my free workshop just for you that goes item by item what you need to do so that you can optimize this free tool that is given to us by Google. And so many business owners do not take advantage of this. You all worry about your Google reviews, but you don't do anything else. And we need to make sure we are updating that consistently and making sure it is optimized so people can find you. Yes, you can have a website, but if you are not hooked up to your Google business profile, you are not getting the most bang for your buck. All right? So please grab that free workshop. Go to mismalistrose.com dot com forward slash deals. You can grab my free workshop there as well as any other offers that I have on the table at the moment. If you are wanting somebody to help you do the work, write the blog, create the social media, do the email campaigns. That is my thing. I love it. I like doing it and I like making your business the only option in town. So if that is of interest to you, hit click the work with me tab. And you can set up just a free call and we can chit-chat and see if working together is right for us. All right, we are going to dive into our conversation with Oi Dobier. Oi is a business coach. She helps solopreneurs and small business owners build their dream business by mastering the art of working on their business rather than always in it. She helps those business owners decide, commit so that they can really succeed. And we share some stories. She talks through some things with me, which is super fun. And we learn one big thing that creates sales. And I think you will love it. All right, everybody, enjoy this conversation with a beautiful Oi Dobie. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears into creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero, and I affectionately call you a rebel woman. Hey there, my name is Melissa Rose, a brick and mortar business owner with a handful of kiddos and a few passion projects that I head up like this one. I'm also your visibility coach and consultant for a service-based business like yours. I'm passionate about helping small business owners thrive in their community and become the only option in town for their industry. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty gritty of running a successful brick and mortar business by sharing stories, talking strategies, and learning practical tips to run a kick-ass business. Ready to be inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the small business of your dreams? Let's get real. Welcome, Oi Dobier, to the podcast. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you, Melissa, for having me today. Yay! Thank you. So good to see you. Um, If you guys are watching this on YouTube, she looks beautiful, and we're all gussied up and ready to go and ready to talk business. So, Miss Miss Oi, tell us who you are, what you do, and who you serve. All right. I am a business coach, and I serve solopreneurs and small business owners with coaching services. Okay. Before we dive into all that, what did you want to be when you grew up? This was a very interesting question. You know, quite frankly, (laughs) I wanted to be someone smart. That was my MO as a kid. 
I don't know where that came from, but I thought about it. I'm like, yep, that was, that drove a lot of my activities as far as what I did. Here's an example. I joined the math league because I'm like, oh, math league had smart people. Let's join the math league. I was the dumbest kid on the math league, Melissa. But you were smart, but you were smart because you hung out with the smart people. Yes, but I was, yes, but I was not very good at math league. (laughs) Well, I, I didn't. I did not have that inspired to be smart. <laughs> However, I hung around the smart kids because I was smart enough to know that I don't, like I remember going into like an AP physics class and, and the mm-hmm. first day they gave you like a, a quiz. And mm-hmm. I just, I looked at it and I froze and I just quietly went up to the teacher and I go, I'm not meant to be in here. Thank you. And <laughs> I walked out like I was a junior in high school. <laughs> My friends were in there, but I was like, I don't belong in this class. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Okay, so you wanted to be smart. Well, you are smart. Yes. You're a smart cookie. You're a business owner. You're crushing it. You're doing your thing, and you're passing your knowledge on to others. This is awesome. So you want to be a business coach to serve solopreneurs. Is there a solopreneur that's like, those are my people, like yes. an industry? There. Well, not particularly an industry, but definitely a stage of growth that they're mm. in and particular values. So let me talk about that real quick. Yeah, absolutely. And my ideal people are the people that they want to take their business to the next level, but they feel boxed in. And they feel boxed in because they're literally up to their eyeballs at work. Mm-hmm. And they just are like, I do not have enough hours in the day. They also know that there's huge, huge potential for their business, but they're just kind of stuck because they're like, uh, what do I do? They have very distinct qualities as far as things that they feel are important. First, they're quality crusaders. They are very passionate about delivering top-notch services Mm. and and they're not just interested in like hitting the mark they're interested in exceeding it extensively they also are in business not just because it's a transaction to them it's they want to do something that enhances people's lives one way or the other they also realize that they're hard workers, but they need, it's not about working harder. It's about, I need to work smarter going forward. And they typically go beyond the call in whatever they do. And it could be due to they're a little bit of a perfectionist, or they're the kind of person that is very selfless and they just give. So they're, mm-hmm. they go beyond the call in that way. And then lastly, it all starts with family. Family is first for them. This is why they started their business, either to provide for their family and be present for their family. And so those are my people. I love it. I love the quality crusaders. That's a great little, that's nice. Um, Yes, all of that, all of that. Uh, The serving, most of us, most of us, okay, let's just rephrase. Most of the people that I hang out with are the people that are very generous, there, we want to help. We want to serve. We want to make somebody's life better. And sometimes that hinders the boundaries where the boundaries get overlapped with personal and business and time and all those things. So, um, what, 
Okay. So out of those amazing qualities that you just gave, what, what is like the top one that like, okay, this is what I see the most, or this is where I help people the most, or if they could fix this thing, all the rest would fall into place. Like, what is that? Well, quite frankly, it's about the decisioning and commitment to their decision, right? Mm -hmm. The reason, a lot of reasons why people aren't moving forward in their dreams is because one, they haven't quite made the decision on something that they are pondering in their mind, or they've made the decision, they haven't quite committed to it. Mm -hmm. Those are the two hindering factors in my mind. And, and I, I always notice people who are in this kind of stage is because they use the T word a lot. Melissa, do you know what the T word is? Time. Try. Try. Boy, okay. I'm trying to do this. I'll try to do that. You know, whatever. They use the T word a lot. And so whenever I hear that word a lot, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a red flag to say, yep, they need to step back. And they need to say, you know, what is it that I haven't decided on that I need mm. to decide on? Or maybe I made a decision on something and I haven't really committed for whatever reason. Okay. I'm just thinking about stuff I'm doing. Huh. Okay. <clears throat> so is there anything that you are trying to do, Melissa? No, I'm doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking doing it all. I, I, don't, I don't know if I say the word. It makes me think about trying. Like, am I trying? Yes. There's a, there's a, a spoke to my business. I was just thinking about this morning. So let's do it. Super easy, super easy, super profitable, super could be on autopilot if I wanted it. Um, I'm choosing to launch it twice a year, but it could easily be something that's ongoing and kind of evergreen and behind the scenes. It's, it's, it, it blows my mind how I just say what it is and money comes to it. Like it's so easy. Like it's crazy. And I, I think my issue, part of my issue, and it works really nicely with marketing because I'm amplifying what other businesses are doing. So it's kind of like an introductory offer to work with me without really working with me. You kind of see how I, I'm supporting small businesses. I'm supporting the brick and mortar. Um, I'm helping you get more visibility without this huge ticket. I don't love, love, love it, you know? So then I think, why don't I just hire out that little bit I'm doing? Honestly, it's probably five hours a month, five hours a month. Okay. Um, and I could hire that out so that I could still keep it going because it's a very nice spoke to the business. It works well with what I'm doing. It's a no brainer offer for business owners, but it is, it's, if I have to execute it, it feels heavy mm -hmm. and there's very little to execute. It's just a matter of like, I think it's the business development of it too. That feels heavy because I'm introvert. So I have to be meeting these business owners and stuff like that. But you know, if I pace myself, I don't need to meet five business owners in a week. If I meet one a week, and just consistently do that. That's where I have to do it. But as far as the execution side, I could hire that out. So that's that's where I'm like, I'm trying to do that. And I've done it now for three years. This project has been for three years. And I'm like, there's just a little bit momentum there. Like there's enough to like, okay. And if you stop, it's going to be done. Like you're not going to come back to it. But if you keep mm -hmm. going, you know, this could be a very, very nice passive income right. for, the, for the business. So that's where I'm just like, I'm, I feel like I'm trying it. And not committed either way yet. Like I'm like, right. Because part of me is like, just put it to bed. You learn from it. But then if I came back three years, three years from now, I'm like, gosh, what would it look like if I actually kept with that? Right. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. there's projects That's in my life. We all have projects, right? Projects in our life that, gosh, if I would have stuck with that, 
where would I be now? And it's the nitty gritty of the daily of like, oh, this is kind of boring. This isn't getting traction as fast as I want and all that stuff. So, right. hmm. That's a great, that's a great example of exactly what I mean is you're, you're still trying it out. Mm-hmm. And anytime you try it out, it's, it's sucking your energy from something else. So you either got to commit to it, stop trying and either say, you know what? Nope. I need to, focus my energy on something else. And and the energy that I'm talking about is energy to really get it going. That mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do all the work mm-hmm. to your point, right? Mm-hmm. You could mm-hmm. hire someone else to do the execution, but you know, do I really want to c- focus my time, energy, effort, thought process around this or not? Mm-hmm. And the try world is something that consumes our energy so we need to do, we need to get rid of those things and really either do or don't. And I'm an opportunity person. Like I'm always like, okay, but this, but we can make this and then we could do this. And da, da, da. and then it, and it did, it, it has and does pull away from the main tower, which is my brick and mortar. Right. You know, so, um, and there's been a season, uh, if you've been on the podcast, if you've heard it on the podcast, you know, this past fall was not fun for Ms. Melissa. So I had to put a lot of focus, time, energy back into my brick and mortar. Um, and now I think we're, we're kind of, I feel like we're back now. I feel we're back. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So this is good. Thank you. Thank you for that. And love, I love how the universe works, how that was on my mind this morning and it got brought up right now. So thank you. Um, and I have some ideas of how, it, okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> how are you finding your clients? Like this is visibility. It's a visibility client. Uh, podcast. So what is your main source of visibility and getting out so people know who you are, what you do and who you serve? That's a great question. And I was actually just talking to my husband about that, that this morning. We have grand plans for other ways of visibility, but the surefire way for me is to attend networking events. The reason why that works for me is as a business coach, I really need to gain people's trust Mm-hmm. in order for them to hire me. it's a per- Hiring a business coach is a very personal decision. Mm. You have to make sure you align pers- personality-wise. You have to trust that person, all those things. And so showing up in person is the first way that I do that. The hard part about that, Melissa, I know you are an introvert. So am I. Mm-hmm. So showing up to networking events on a consistent basis week after week is a very hard exercise for me isn't it Mm -hmm. but I know it works yeah and when I do it consistently I consistently get new clients Mm -hmm. so the other tactic for me around that is you know on one side I'm showing up consistently to these networking meetings meeting with people one-on-one and then on the other side of it is staying top of mind with my community, with my email list, with, you know, my networking group, my, I, I, I belong to a weekly networking group, just being consistent and staying top of mind and, and adding value, staying top of mind by adding value to them. And, and it could be a few different ways by offering nuggets of advice on something with business related or owning a business or connecting them with other business owners that might be power partners 
mm-hmm. or opening up my customer mm-hmm. list and saying, hey, you might be able to make someone, one of my customers' lives easier. Tell me more about your services, right? I love that because it is business ownership is is like this great masterclass in self-development, right? And challenging us in the ways that we're like, sugar, I got to leave my house. What? <laughs> I got to talk to people. I went to my daughter's hockey game last night. I didn't want to talk to anybody, so I didn't. I first, I was talking to my sister on the phone, so I had to be off to the side. But then I went into the arena and I, I saw some people I knew, but I just, I just needed, I, I think part of it was the phone call. So I just needed to be by myself and just like texted my girlfriend that I did see. I'm like, sorry, sorry, I couldn't talk. I just, I just needed some alone time. And I, I would hope that she knows me well enough that no problem. Melissa needs her time. But yeah, like I have to, it's a mental head game to go even once a month or whatever. I'm going to one this afternoon after we talk here and like mentally set yourself up for it and, 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 and be intentional about connecting with somebody, like not just show up, but be intentional about offering value. And for me, trying to connect with just one person, like just one person mm-hmm. where you can take the conversation further. I love that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And actually recently I, I changed my thought process around that because you're absolutely right. It's, it's getting into that correct mindset to say, yes, I need to go to those events. And previously I was very one, I'm an introvert, so events are not that great for me. And two, I don't like to do sales, right? I'm not a salesperson. Mm-hmm. I'm a giver. Mm-hmm. And so I would have these anxious thoughts about, okay, I got to go show up to this networking meeting, meeting, meet with at least one person, try to, you know, speak about my services, be all the things that I don't like to be, you know, I, 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 start with humbleness Mm -hmm. and talking about myself is not humble Mm -hmm. to me. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so what I've done recently to shift my mindset is, as you mentioned, is to say, you know what, I'm going to go and I'm going to add value to whoever I meet. And that could be done in a variety of different ways. As a business coach, I do have a list of customers that need help in so Mm -hmm. many different ways. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm listening for particular service providers that could help them, right? Yes, yes. I'm also listening for business owners that may be a power partner to a different business owner that I met last week. And Mm -hmm. they serve the same customer base. So it'd be really great for them to connect and power together and and serve complementary services. So ever since I did that, which is just recently, Mm -hmm. it, it makes... Mm-hmm. Going to networking events a lot easier for me, yeah, because I can go with the intention of give, 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 mm-hmm. and it it serves its purpose. Because yeah. the reason why I go to networking meetings is to just have people know I exist. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, you're going in with that mindset, and because of that mindset, and because of well, like that's how I go in. Like, who do I? Who can I meet to connect? That's. I've always been that way. I've never been like, oh, I should be pitching myself because I that just doesn't come naturally to me. So I'm always like, oh, who do I know? Oh, you guys should meet. And because, so you said you don't want to be salesy, but that your, sales is trust, right? So mm-hmm. in order to in order to gain that trust or that sale, you have to create trust and that creates trust. 
So Mm -hmm. I think, um, that's the way I choose to do it as well. Like just who can, who I can connect with or how can I help this client? Cause I have clients too that need whatever help or, Oh, you should really talk to this person or, Oh my goodness. Um, and then going in and giving value of like, well, here's like today, we're going to talk about email signatures at the networking meeting. Cause this is something I see that's not being optimized and not being taken care of and not being done right in my opinion. And just, just take a, just take a gander, just take a gander at that signature. We're going to talk about it next week on the podcast, y'all. So, um, yeah, going in with that and trust, uh, trust equals sales. I'm just going to say that. Right. I like that. That's a, that's a really good pro- point. I'm going to write that down. Trust I'm going to write that down. Sales. Yeah. I like that too. Cause it really is. It's, um, and trust only happens at least for me, like that face to face and, and talking about other stuff like family or goals or, vacations and, and, and not always just business. So speaking of that, what nitty gritty are you going through or, or challenging in your life that you're going, huh, this is, this is fun with a capital F as I like to say. (laughs) (laughs) Capital F, but a four letter F. Uh, No, it's just, it's just fun. I do it for my kids. I'm like this, this exercise is super fun with a capital F and they laugh. (laughs) You know, the thing that's going, that I, I'm going through and also my husband is just really being parents of adult kids. We have two kids. Our oldest is almost 22 and our youngest is 18. So he just left the house, traveled to Florida, is going to school in Florida. And so that's a big deal. But being parents of adult kids, I I thought this was going to be the easiest stage of parenting. And I'm finding very, very quickly, it is actually the hardest stage. Mm. And the reason why is because when they're kids, and and we we were blessed with very well-behaved kids, they're great, lovely, fun to be with. When they were little, you know, while they had problems, we could help them. They listened to us. We, we did what we needed to do in order to make sure that they're healthy, happy, and safe and all those things. But when now that they're adults, all we can do is give suggestions. And most of the time, they're not going to do what we tell them because, as you know, for personal growth, you just got to experience it on your own in mm-hmm. order to learn those life lessons. And so when you, as as a parent, when I give advice and they don't follow it and they actually do the opposite of what I'm giving them and then see how much pain they're in from a emotional, physical perspective, depending on what it is. Oh, Melissa, it is so <laughs> hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. So I imagine, imagine. So that's what, that's what especially I'm when you right see now. it, you see it coming, and you go sugar. And I, I'm sure my, I know I gave my parents gray hairs because I was probably, I know I was the same way. So <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you can't really tell me what to do. I got to figure it out the hard way. And um, but then I learn it, and I learn the hard way. I tend to do that a lot in my life, um, and that's okay. That's okay. But it is hard to watch. When do you step in? That's what I'm struggling with because I've raised very independent strong children and they're doing great things. For example, my firstborn is going to St. Thomas. She has her photography business and she just posted. Now keep in mind, I, I, I was like, is that real? Cause I had to, I had to hold it back. Cause I need my glasses. And I was like 23 weddings. 
23 weddings. Wow. 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 Ooh. So all, but I'm like, and I just had to step in and I, 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 I'm direct, I'm blunt. And I just said, Hey honey, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's incredible. That's awesome. Just want to make sure you're going to have time to execute, you know, because that I know the wedding is one thing, but then you have all this other stuff. And I know you're, it's not your first rodeo. You've done this before. Um, so just, I just balancing, balancing that. And hopefully you're not waitressing and working at the coffee shop and doing this. And, you know, I hope that, but then another friend was like, okay, well, now she's making money. What about the scholarships? <laughs> you know, so they really got to watch that balance too of like, and just making sure you're saving for taxes. Just a little 30 minute boxer I sent her and just said, hey, just, just make sure you read profit first. <laughs> <laughs> And, first. And, and then if you, if you would need resources or help, I'm here, but I'm sure you have people in your back pocket, but I'm just, just, you know, I'm glad you're working hard. I'm so proud of you. And, but just, you don't ever want to be like, what? I owe this much. And what? Right. <laughs> I lost my scholarship because I hustled my ass off. And now, now I don't get my scholarship because I made too much money. I, I just interjected. Cause if I didn't, I would be like, oh, I you know, somebody who knows better and I love her. Sometimes that backs, backfires because it's like, mom, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. Well, my daughter's trained me. <laughs> she's trained me. Here's when, when she calls, she's trained me well. Yes. The first, so she calls and tells me, mom, I need to talk to you about X, Y, Z. And then she'll say it. And then I'll be like about ready to go. And then I'll pause and go, wait, wait, wait. So first of all, what do you need from me? Yeah. Do you just want a vent or do you need advice or what? And so I've, I've, I'm starting to get better at that to first understand why she called and what she needs from me versus assuming she needs advice all the time because I've gotten in trouble with that a lot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sophie has said, mom, I am, I'm just, I just need to vent. And she's been very blunt like that. Or mom, I don't need, I just need you to listen. And I'm mm-hmm. like, thank you. Thank you. Now I know my role and I will. Mm-hmm. And there are times I literally have to put my hands on my mouth and like, <laughs> but um, yeah. And I, and I know I have done that with people too, cause I'm an audio processor. Like I just, I just need to talk this out. I just, I'm, and I'm sorry, you're the lucky person right. that gets to listen. Okay. I don't need advice. I don't need to tell you. I just need to, and yeah. So, and then sometimes that's my, so you know this, but uh, people on the podcast may not. I, I tried business coaching and it pissed me off. It was just like, I can't do those open-ended questions so that somebody can get to the results, right? And and I tend to be like, no, this is what you should do. You need to do this. Why aren't you doing this? And come on. And that doesn't work very well. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was like, yeah, this isn't working for me. I need to do, I need to do something where I'm actually like, concrete black and white this is what you need to do and if you don't want to do it I'll do it okay I'm happy to do it for mm-hmm. you um but yeah business coaching is different so um I love that we didn't really talk a lot about business coaching I love that we talked a little bit more about you as a human and uh what you do and who you serve um and why people choose um business coaching I just want to bring it back to your work um what is one thing that deciding factor for people like you know what I think it's time to invest in a business coach. Like what questions are they asking themselves or what are they feeling that they're like, you know what, I, I need to pull the trigger and do this. 
I would say the number one thing that takes someone from wavering on a decision to actually deciding, quite frankly, is it's just too much. They've just had too much of whatever's going on and they can't take it anymore. And that's when they say, you know what? I need to hire someone to help me with this because I can't do it on my own anymore. And it's unfortunate that we have to wait until there's so much pain in order to move forward with something. But that's typically, that's typically how people come to me. They're in so much pain in one way or the other that they're like, I can't do this on my own anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it was for me. Um, I hit, I hit a point where I just, I'm done. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of, sick of being sick of this. All right. What is one point in your business that you were like, I can do it. I I can do anything. If I can do this, I can do anything. Well, it hasn't had to do with my business. Is that okay if I give that point? Yes, of course. (laughs) Uh, Is when I decided to run a marathon. Oh, yes. I hung out with, uh, we have friends that are very athletic and they run marathons and Ironmans and mountain bike races and all that stuff. And I'm going to tell you, it's contagious. And so after a couple years of hanging out with them and then my husband did a marathon and I watched everybody do their thing, I'm like, you know what? I think I can do this. And so I signed up for Grandma's Marathon one year. This is, I don't know, 20 years ago. And I decided I was going to do it. Again, made a decision to do it. Mm -hmm. I committed Mm -hmm. by signing up for a marathon training class. And then I realized, then I I really, really committed when I realized, you know what? I can totally run 26.2 miles because when you run a marathon, there are water stations every three to four Mm -hmm. miles. Mm-hmm. And so I can run the three to four miles. I just need to run to the next water station mm-hmm. and rest for a couple minutes, drink some water, have some, you know, energy, mm-hmm. and then run to the next water station. And when I did that, Melissa, Melissa I realized I can do anything. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Cause I, I, similar to you, I, I was the only sibling that hasn't run a marathon. And I was like, hell no, I don't need to do that. And then you do, you watch them. It's inspiring. It's like, wow, that's kind of cool. And Mm -hmm. like, I don't even run. And then life happened and I started running and I was like, I kind of need a goal. And then got a running buddy. And before I knew it, we signed up for grandma's as well and had that, oh no, Twin Cities. And it was just, it was amazing. It was amazing. And you do, you, you right. get across that finish line and you're like, I can do that if I can do that. And it is that it's just that next step. Okay. Let's just get to the next thing. Just the next thing. And before you know it, before you know it, 20, 26.2, 200 podcasts, clients like you, like, oh my God. Well, you don't act like it or seem like it or carry yourself like it at all. You do great. And you are very trustworthy. Um, that is that is a strength for its strength. You, ha- you have a beautiful presence, very openness, very generous if you ever get to meet Oi, go introduce yourself. And then you have this fun lifestyle. Can you just touch on that real quick? Because that's what's really fun too. Sure. So we had a five-year plan five years ago that uh, we are going to start traveling the United States in an RV. So we bought a camper van a couple years ago and it was completely empty. My husband's been building it out. Now it's a fully 
a full camper van with all of the perks. It's got solar. We can power ourselves. We can go out <laughs> in the middle of nowhere and uh, survive for a couple of days on our own. And we've been starting to travel the United States and really do fun things. Check out all the national parks is our goal. Hit the top 50 restaurants in the New York Times list and mm. really just embrace what's it like to live in the U.S. Mm-hmm. in these different states. Because I've been in Minnesota most of my life. I mean, mm-hmm. I was born in Thailand, but then came here when I was five. And I've lived in Minnesota ever since then. So it's, I'm anxious to experience what it's like to live in different states. Yeah. Very cool. It's so fun. So follow her on social because she shares her journeys there, which is really fun. So awesome. Oi, thank you so much for being part of the podcast. Can you tell everybody where to best find you if they're interested in learning more about your services? Yes. Please go to my website, which is at www.bloomdocking.com. All right. That's all in the show notes as well. So just click there. And everybody... Thank you so much for being part of the Brick and Mortar Visibility Podcast. We will see you here, same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye.